This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I am your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each episode. And for this one, I have Adio Marchant, who goes by the name Bipolar Sunshine. And he recently put out a song called Cruise and Crash, which sounds like this. He's also got a bunch of other songs that you can check out on his Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to your music. You'll find it there. A bunch of collaborations as well with many a different artist. And before we do jump into it, you can check out his socials as well. I've left the details for them in the description of the episode. But yeah, let's just jump straight into the chat with Bipolar Sunshine. We have Adeo Marchant, also known as Bipolar Sunshine. How are we doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing really good. Good, good stuff. I guess we'll start by talking about your your new single that you've you've put out recently called Cruise and Crash. Yes. Very cool song. Very cool. Can you tell me a little bit about that, um, how that song came about? Yeah, we made it, made it a while ago when we called Jared Rogers. And um, I think it was me trying to, um, you know, just move into L.A feeling like I'm separated from being back in Manchester and I can mm-hmm. see a lot of like you know sheeps and wolves clothing as per se or the Hollywood glamour and I can see the pitfalls of it and I was trying to give a story of like someone who's getting caught up in the midst of it and they're trying to figure their way out of it so that's what it was and it was just I had to, I put it towards a, a high energy chase mm. feel that just related to me at the moment. So I was like, you know, how do I make this like, you know, captivate? How do I make this story engross, engross the story a little bit more? Yeah, cool. It's definitely, like I said, a cool song. Something I've, I, I guess I've noticed, you've you've released a few singles this year. Mm-hmm. Before this, you had Answers and Gone earlier in the year. Um, yeah. But before that, as a, I guess as a your solo project, you, you've done like a lot of um, collaboration. It's your first one, if I'm not wrong, since um, your... 2018 EP, um, Imaginarium. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, was there any kind of reason? Obviously, you've done like like heaps of collab in that time, but is there any reason that you you, you didn't put out any? I guess of your own kind of solo stuff. I think probably after 2018, I had a thought thought of 2019 a project was going to come in, and then we were figuring out whether that was going to be of a of what songs that we wanted to do. And a few collaborations came in around that time. So that kind of like rolled the wave. And then 220 came about, which was kind of like a bit of a hit and miss year for, mm-hmm. for, for yeah. whatever reason. But in that time, we were we had this same project ready to go. It's sure. just given that the time and the climate, it was just like, just didn't seem feasible for anything to get off the ground at that time. 
So he thought, let's let the climate kind of come down to a place where we can have it. So I would have had this project out um, last year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Something I, I kind of noticed between the two kind of, like with Imaginarium compared to the singles you're putting out this year, they feel a little bit darker than, than what was on that EP, yeah. at least for me. Was that kind of your, I don't know, was that deliberate? Was that your approach going into those songs? Yeah, my approach was to show a different side to Mm -hmm. what I can do. And if it came across a little bit darker and sharper, it was more of a signal to the times that I felt Mm. that was needed within the music and having something that, for me, looked looked at society, how I see it, directly in the face and I really really wanted to do that with this project where it's kind of like it's very in your face it's very direct it's very I wouldn't say it's for the singles I put out feel tad more serious but when you get into the full project you'll see that there's a whole arching story and with singles it's it's they're just like you know punch moments to the story of the full project yeah, sure. So you say the full project, is this kind of leading up to an album or an EP or, or what? Yeah, this is a full a full project that we've got in the works. It's just going to be a cool. full full piece, deciding on exactly how many songs, but it's going to be the first time I've put out, like, in the last couple of years, a full project. And I'm really excited right. about everyone getting to hear more than more, more than one song at a time, you know? Mm, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you say, um, I don't know, you say like with this project, it's got like a, a story to it. Yeah. Is that something new to you, writing like that? I guess mm. all the songs are somewhat related. I wouldn't say it was something new. I would I would say that for the last project I did, I tried to really have a storyboard, imaginary, was this whole space mm-hmm. in reality, how I was living in that particular time. And this new project now, does have an ebb and flow to it and choosing songs that fit together has been very significant for me instead of because I've wrote an array of different sounding records but when you put them all together sometimes that doesn't mean that they sound good together so I really had to like cherry pick and go which ones work for this project which ones Mm. work for this sound for this time and now we've kind of carefully selected that I'm really confident with the ones that we've chosen that these are the songs to move it to the next level. Yeah, cool. Well, um, I'm definitely keen to hear when mm. um, the full project comes out. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, good times. Um, so, so you mentioned a little bit, um, like you're kind of in LA these days. Is mm-hmm. it LA, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And like I said, originally from Manchester. Yes. You mentioned kind of like the noticing, like the people are a bit different, like the the sheaves and wolves clothing kind of thing. But as yeah. a kind of, um, I guess, more professional kind of aspect, what kind of changes have you seen? Well, from being in Manchester, working with so many talented different people all the time was a was a was excellent excellent for me. But moving out here was just working with with just another set of exceptional people, and you can see so many great things that they've done. So just give you more, just give you an aspirational value of like, you know what. Um, he's done that over there, or she's done that. You know, mm. let me try and put myself together. And in any, in any single day, you can find yourself in the studio with, you know, real top level people. And for me, that was always the challenge: is is can I rise to the challenge and be around top top writers and producers and 
engineers and I really thrive at that. So I really, my move was mainly just to challenge myself yep. to, to be better. Yeah, cool. Cool. I guess kind of just reading about you and listening to your music, it seems like you've achieved quite a lot um, in your times. Is there any particular thing or, I don't know, you can have a few things, but that you're <laughs> you're particularly proud of? Um, I would say this new project. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely really proud of the way that it's moving and the way it looks and the sound of it because this is something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. Um, apart from the, the current stuff that I'm working on, I'd say Brown's, writing, helping write Brown Skin Girl for Beyonce and Jay-Z and WizKid was a definite highlight. The song's going to live long. It's just, just such a great record. Mm. Um, what else has been cool? Played Glastonbury. Wow. Came on stage, main stage with DJ Snake when he ended Coachella and played middle for the, you know, there's been like there's been some real top highlight moments. Now I'm trying to think of which ones I think of like <laughs> where the top was, but I feel like there's been some great ones and I'm really excited to just like figure out more, you know. This is this is a new a new chapter for myself. Mm. So I really, you know, bedded in on this new new way. I know these things take a lot of time to move, so I'm just really confident and patient within what I'm doing. Yeah, cool. Um, kind of going um, back to that Beyonce thing, um, yeah. possibly the coolest thing that any of my guests have ever done, <laughs> right for Beyonce. Um, but, yeah, how, how do you become um, involved in a project like that? Because um, obviously, like, Beyonce is, like, a whole nother level. Of- yeah, a whole new thing. So it started when we were in Jamaica. I was in Jamaica. I went, I went a writing camp in Jamaica that mm-hmm. the publishing company had put on. And I was with yeah. St. John and I was with a producer, P2J. So we're in the room and it was the first time in a long time that we've written, let's say in the whole evening, we must have wrote about four or five songs. All of them were really good. But mm-hmm. we were still like, none of these don't sound like classics. Right. And sometimes, you know, you know, it's like different energies can really push things forward. So we stayed till like four or five in the morning, still not figured out a song. And then we continued and then something happened. Brown Skin Girl just emerged and we started it and we finished it and we were like, yeah, this is the one. And as soon as it was made, we could see the publisher's eyes glow because <laughs> they were like, yeah. okay, this is this is something straight away. Phone calls were made straight away. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was um, I was playing at Cannes Music Festival on the roof performing a song with this guy called Avena. Like they called us and were like, you need to send the lyrics over for Brown Skin Girl. And I was like, why, who needs it? They're like, Beyonce. I was like, what? <laughs> I literally jumped out of my chair. I was like, what, Beyonce wants the lyrics? And then Beyonce got the lyrics. I waited till the record was out to hear it. Yeah. I kind of wanted the, like, the fan experience as well, rather than like, oh, I've already heard this coming out. I was more like, I want to be, I want the, I want to hear it like, Everyone else hears it at the same time. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then, yeah, so that was a that was a really cool moment. And when like when I go online and go on Wikipedia and look between the song, and I see like a day old march in between Jay Z and Beyonce, it's like so. <laughs> it's a little. It's a moment that I, you know, I've 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 rate these artists for the longest amount of time. So to have yeah. one thing that's you know within that space is at this at this moment in time is super pleasing and, and um, mm. pleasantly yeah 
feel really good about it. Yeah, no, no complaints from you. Definitely, no complaints, man. It's all good blessings, you know. I believe in yeah. God. I believe that this is what it feels like to just be. Have to just you have to just be humble and just take these hmm. take these great moments, you know. Enjoy the enjoy the great moments. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. with the um the DJ Snake song middle, I guess that was kind of as a performer. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the the most popular song you've been a part of? Yeah, I definitely see it as the most popular for me for performing middles by far one of those like songs that it just resonates everywhere. There's never there's never mm. been a time where I played that record and it's been like, no, it's always been like, oh, this takes me back to this time or the nostalgia yeah. with it and yeah. knowing that I have something like that in the bag and there's more to be completed and made. It's always, it's just super exciting. That's why I'm really looking forward to playing live so I can incorporate all these songs I've had beforehand into a set and make something that's just really, you know, spectacular and unique because I feel like I'm in a unique position of being a vocalist to many of these records but mm-hmm. also having other records out at the same time so work, I'm working I'm devising a little set right now that's yeah nice really well. I'm excited about it nice any any um thoughts of when that may um come to the people when when some shows may be man um we're talking about shows and stuff right now it's just Finding the right space, mm. finding the right place yeah. for it to be where yeah. where in the world it's going to be, and you know, given the climate of times where we are, it's not as you know as, as simple as as it sure. used to. But there's, there's still where there's a will, there's a way. I'm sure there's ways we can organize it. I love to. I'm, I really enjoy festivals. I think festivals are just so much fun. You get to meet so many new artists, and you get to meet the fans. You get to meet all the people involved. So, mm. For me, next, I'll say 222, because this year is pretty much done, really. Sure. Um, so, yeah, 222, getting some festival shows, hopefully, and I really want to get out to Australia. Yeah, where? I really, really want to get waiting. out Waiting. Yeah, I really, really, I'm like, I'm itching to get to Australia now. I'm like, I'm really get there. Have you been before? Never been. One of my good friends, he lives in, he lives in Perth, so... He's always saying it's a great place, so I want to get there. Yeah, nice. Well, um, I invite you. Um, Thank, I you. Have, um, Thank you. I have no, I can't, I can't control like the whole visa pro- process. They, oh yeah, yeah. They, they for some reason don't let me get involved in that. They're um, <laughs> something wrong with the government over here. I don't know. No, I don't know I mean, what they're just, doing. Not letting me get involved, that, but yeah, yeah. they should get you involved. I, I think so. Our country would just be filled with touring musicians. That's what it should be. A lot of traveling musicians and getting about. My friend, I've not spoken to him for a while, but you know, What's So Not? Is it What's So Not? What's that? His name's What's Not or What's So Not? He has a DJ name. He's from Australia. All right. He was coming out there for some shows recently. Yeah, been a. Been a few shows, a, a few tours coming up. The whole country kind of got out of lockdown only recently. So, um, oh, he's out of lockdown. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's good times. Good times. Um, good times. Ready to hit the shows. Yes. H- how's everything over there? Have you been able to hit shows yourself? Like, kind of check out live music? I've recently not been to any shows, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start to venture out yeah. over the next couple of weeks and start getting out to some shows. I've been itching to see some new stuff and. It's when you hear something on Spotify, it's cool, but see it live is 
that's that's the energy that's what you that's what you figure out whether you really for me whether i'm into the band or artist i need to see it live i need to see sure what's really happening you know and i'm still a massive music fan you know i still like slide into people's dms like yo i think your song's incredible and they're like yo i'm like yo it's i'm just like i'm really excited and bubbly about just hearing new people be creative you know i find yeah definitely Definitely. And yeah, with like the kind of live shows, things like you were saying, there's been times where it's like, there's been an artist, um, like for me, this is where I've heard their music before, but I've never really been able to get into it. Mm -hmm. And then I've like been at their live show for whatever reason. And it's just like, this all makes sense to me now. And and I love their music. Yeah. Yeah. It's a piece, it's a jigsaw piece, you know, Mm, you hear the song, you can hear some singles, you can hear the album piece, but, you only see it live. It's hard for me to make a full, you know, decision on someone because live mm, may just definitely. blow you away, which happens a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. I suppose um, ap- apart from the um, project you're working on now, is uh-huh. there any other kind of, I guess, like collaborations or anything like that that we can expect soon? In 2022, I definitely have like one or two other collaborations with some other people probably venturing I wouldn't say away from the DJ world, but I've seen that we have collaborations in different genres more to, um, to broaden cool. the palette of, yeah. um, of what I'm doing. But just saying, so you know, when the, right, when, when the right song comes around, music for me is, it's just, if it's the right song. If the song yeah. is right, I don't care if it's a DJ, a guy just plays the banjo, I don't really care. As long as it's a great song mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm invested into it, then I'll go I'll go with it. So I'm excited to, for that. I'm so, excited to um hopefully next year work with some Australian artists, you know. You know, um Yeah, definitely. Like working with some Australian artists would be would be super cool for me and really broadening that out and venturing into something new is always exciting. Cool. Well, um it's been a been a pleasure chatting today. Thanks Hits, for joining me. No, thank you for having me. No problem. I look forward to the um the project coming out and your new banjo single. <laughs> the day when the banjo is awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole new <laughs> the whole new sound for you. You heard it first. The day yeah. and the banjo is coming out. Um if 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 we don't get that in the next year, I'm calling <laughs> you to you're, you're gonna be cancelled. Blame you, man. Just sell heat sell sell Twitter mails on me and meme me for a while yeah well unfortunately like a couple of years ago i had a banjo and then i sold it so we could have had oh, the collaboration no, of we, the century but I'm sure, ruined can, it. I'm sure you can recreate the banjo sound on some sort of software yeah exactly all right so man thanks Steve. Thanks for listening and thank you to Adio for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Bipolar Sunshine's new track, Cruise and Crash, wherever you buy or stream music. And go check out his socials as well, along with the socials for life on music. And if you did enjoy the episode, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. And one last thing, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review or a rating. It would be ever so lovely if you did so helps the podcast out more people will hear it which is good for me at least i don't know if it's good for you but things that are good for me are good anyway um that that is all for this episode until next time goodbye goodbye
Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.